the other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. We are going to do Ask Frank Anything in just two minutes. So whatever you have questions about, now's the time to start queuing up. The one thing I do want to stress is get to your point or get to your question, I should say, right away. Otherwise, you're going to cause Kenneth to get into a whole lot of trouble. 800-848-WABC. That's 800 848 Nine two two two. I was informed by uh, several of our listeners to this podcast, and I appreciate everybody that listens to the show on the podcast. If you ever don't get to hear the show and you want to hear these commentaries, just search Frank Morano interviews and more on any podcast app. Hit the subscribe button and you'll be able to hear these commentaries whenever you want. But I was informed by a bunch of folks that Governor Kathy Hochul, of all people, is running an ad before these podcasts. Now, I certainly don't have any problem with that. I want everybody running ads on these podcasts. It shows, one, uh, that people are listening to these podcasts, and it shows that politicians or people marketing a certain, certain product want to reach our listeners, which I am flattered by. But I would just say, um, and I realize this is probably automated. They probably don't even know what ads they're uh, they're running on which podcasts. They probably buy a certain number of impressions and that's that. I would just say that if Governor Hochul is so eager to reach this audience, she is welcome to come on with me anytime she wants. I don't think I've ever done an interview that anybody could ever say was gotcha or unfair. And if Governor Hochul wants to come on with me, I'd love to have her. And I'm going to ask challenging questions, but I will ask polite and respectful questions. She's welcome anytime. So there's no reason to pay to get on this show. You can just simply ask to come on and I'll be happy to have you. By the way, Governor Hochul, who is, of course, locked in a fierce election battle, with Tuesday being the final day of voting, has blown off an October 30th deadline to release a key mid-year report on the state's record-breaking $220 billion budget after bragging about meeting the mark last year. Evidently, we're in a new era, folks. We're in an era where if you are in the midst of a tough election campaign, you don't have to worry about meeting the deadlines, including ones you patted yourself on the back for just a year ago. Come on, Governor. If you're going to ask for four more years, the least you could do is do the job that you're supposed to be doing right now. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. TGIF. Thank goodness it's Friday. And uh, this Friday morning, I will be appearing on the Bernie and Sid show at 640 this morning. I'll be with Sid Rosenberg and Andrew Giuliani. I think we're probably going to talk about the elections, but you never know with those guys. Uh, Sid and Andrew are, ta- are capable of talking about everything. So uh, I'm uh, I'm ready. I'll be on my toes and I hope you'll tune in at 6.40 this morning. And, you know, I always like to show a little bit of an uptick when I'm on. So this way the station sees, oh, when Frank comes on, there's a surge in listenership because they can tell if you're listening online exactly how many people are listening at any given time. 
And if there are certain guests that cause the listenership to spike, like, for instance, the highest rated segment that uh, is on the station all week is Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly on the Bernie and Sid show, he is off the charts in terms of listenership. So I'd like all you guys to tune in so I could be similarly off the charts. And everyone says, oh, my goodness. By the way, that reminds me. I want to try a novel experiment. I tried it in my house yesterday for the first time. I have a smart speaker, and I'm sure a lot of you do as well, where you say this smart speaker's name and you give it a command. Many of you are probably listening on the smart speaker right now. What I'd love to do, and this will help me out internally because we spend so much time analyzing the streaming numbers of who's listening when. Even if you can't listen to all four hours of this show... I would love it if you would tell your smart speaker to play 77 WABC during the four hours that we're on. This way, it'll show that there's a surge in streaming whenever I'm on. So what I did before I left the house, and uh, I'm hoping it doesn't wake up Rachel or Carmine, but I set it at a low volume, so it shouldn't. But what I did before I left the house is I said, Alexa, every weekday from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m., Play 77 WABC. And hopefully it will. And uh, hopefully, even though I'm not home, there'll be a surge of, uh, of streaming. If you wouldn't mind, I think that would be nice if you'd set all your smart speakers to do the same thing. If you're listening to me on a radio, then there's a good chance that your smart speaker may have heard me. And uh, you might not have to do anything else. But uh, I definitely appreciate the effort. Uh, we got it. Dr. Sky coming up in just a moment. If you have questions about space, you can start queuing up. We go from Ask Frank Anything to Ask Dr. Sky Anything About the World of Space. 800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. There's an eclipse coming up. He's going to tell you the best way to view it. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. So Tuesday is the final day of voting. I always refer to it as the final day of voting rather than Election Day because we have early voting and you can, in fact, vote early. If you wanted to vote uh, today, for instance, or tomorrow, that gives you all of Election Day free to volunteer for the candidate of your choice or to go to some of the good parties or to listen to some of the great election programming we're going to be having on 77 WABC. But one constant, as long as I've been involved in politics and following politics, one constant that I've seen in New York City, and I think it's probably true in every community in America, unless I'm mistaken, is people posting campaign signs for the candidate of their choice in illegal places. The CBS2 did a story and uh, it shows a sanitation worker removing one of Zeldin's campaign signs from a, a Midwood Brooklyn street. And also Democratic Assemblyman Peter Abadi had several Zeldin signs in hand when a local resident confronted him. He told her that uh, Congressman Zeldin was breaking the law. Now, I, um, I, I like uh, Lee Zeldin, obviously. I like Peter Abadi, too. I don't blame Lee Zeldin for overzealous volunteers putting his signs in illegal places. I have known a lot of candidates over the years, and usually, you, you know, there's uh, volunteers that are trying to get the word out about these campaigns everywhere, and they put them everywhere, and they don't necessarily uh, give a lot of thought to, is the sign that I'm putting up in a legal location or not? I'm just telling you, because I realize a lot of you are active in politics, 
simply don't put any of these campaign signs on private property or public property, unless, of course, that private property is your own. Make sure you only put it up in locations where you have permission, because then ultimately what happens is it becomes a nuisance. It becomes annoying. It becomes uh, something where the opposing campaigns try to take the signs down There's no need for that. And it's a waste of the sign because ultimately it's going to get thrown out and the sanitation department is going to fine whoever, uh, whichever candidate put those signs up. So there's no need for it. Please, if you, not just this election cycle, but in any election cycle, if you're working on a political campaign, only put those signs up in places where you've got permission to do so. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. All right, well, we've got one more hour before you can officially start your weekend, at least hopefully. At least I can start my weekend. And uh, I hope you will listen for the next hour, an action-packed hour coming up. Uh, Debbie Schlussel will be here. She'll talk movies, but there's honestly no telling what Debbie Schlussel will say on any subject. I'm certainly eager to get her take on this situation involving Kyrie Irving. I really do not understand the New Jersey state legislature. Well, I do and I don't. They punted the question of legalizing marijuana to the voters, and I'm all for that. I wish we had initiative and referendum in every state and the voters had more power to make policy for themselves. But they had no problem passing one thing themselves, online gambling. Now, I think we know why. The people that stand to benefit from online gambling are also the same sorts of people that have no problem making a lot of generous campaign contributions to New Jersey state legislators and spending a lot of money on lobbying. Online gambling in New Jersey may be causing a serious problem with young men and boys. This is not a surprise. Arnie Wexler, a certified counselor and former director of the Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey, who I believe I've interviewed before, told the state assembly in recent testimony that America is destroying its youth by making it so easy to develop a gambling addiction. Quote, today it's easier to place a bet than to buy a pack of cigarettes or get a can of beer. Wexler says over the past year, he's gotten a lot of calls from younger residents as young as 12. He's also heard from parents who say their kids don't want to go to college, but instead want to become a professional gambler. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be hypocritical because I gamble. I'm in a weekly football pool and I also really enjoy casino gambling. But I think online gambling, when people are able to place bets from their phone, it really is a game changer. And I get it. I get that the genie is out of the bottle. It's going to be difficult to stop this. But I really think New Jersey and New York, now that it's legal in New York as well, really needs to make more of a concerted effort to make sure there are strict prohibitions on minors participating in online gambling. Because not only does it create quite a financial problem for them, it creates a a lifelong habit which could become an addiction which follows them for life, leading them down a pathway of all sorts of destructive behavior. And I hope people don't just sit there and enjoy the money from the online gaming companies and will do something to stop youth gambling in this state and in this country. Beam me up! To be continued. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 